0: Hey, it's Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. It's May 8th, 2023. Got a tremendous musician in the house with us tonight, Mark Whitfield. And if you're a regular listener to this music, and especially if you like guitar and you like Wes Montgomery, you probably know all about Mark Whitfield. And if you don't, my goodness, you definitely ought to, you want to find Mark Whitfield's music and add it to your collection he is uh and get it take take the opportunity to see him when he comes through your town because uh he and i yeah you'll hear this is the the pleasure in our voices that you're hearing is absolutely genuine and uh terrific musician too i'm so grateful all the musicians who come through i really appreciate it and right now I'm digging on Mark. Here is part three. If you haven't heard parts one and two, go check them out first. And otherwise, here we
1: go. Uh, you know, you in, in all genres, just the, the the ability to just get a groove, find it quickly, and hold it and keep it hot. Like the energy it takes. In some ways, it's a lot easier to put to you know to get energized into playing something new. But when you coming around on the course, next course, next course, of course it helps you backing up west because he's feeding you, right? But like you said, this is the perfect setting because two guys cut from the cut from the right from the same cloth, the, the right the same way, you know. And 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 uh, I relish those moments we're just like, woo! it was hot, you know. We keep it going. Uh, uh, you don't want to let it go.
0: How about? But how about the those the imagination that where these he. He plays a little theme. He turns it inside out. He comes back at it again with a different well, kind that, of... Well, yeah. that's,
1: you know, and, and, and not to cut you off, right? No, I no, like, you know where I'm like, going. I, yeah, you know, the thing is, we, we, that's why when we talk about people all, you know, it's it's human nature, right? In a lot of ways, we want we want to... Uh, pers- we need comparisons to give ourselves perspective. Like, how does this one compare to that one? Who's better, you know? And, and uh, my default answer or, or or mindset in that in that way is that... Uh, you always defer to the person who played it first. So it is, you know you're like, well, this one, you know, he he played years later, but he had yeah, well then he then he was influenced by what was already played, you know. And so, but you're listening at West, you're listening to you know at West play these things, and you have to be, you know, you got to listen, people, you got to be aware. Like a a large a, a hefty amount of what he's playing had never been played before on the instrument that way. At all, like this, these octave passages and, and 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 interspersed with chord, you know, and cut a call and response with himself. That's something that before him just didn't happen. It wasn't like there was this dude, you know, Texas Slim who played on Thursday nights at the club, you know, at the Elmo Combo, you know. And that's how he. No man, this this is you you you, know, you listen to a master creating in real time, innovating a style, and then taking that style. Beyond, so it never became a gimmick. It never became a cliche. It never, it, you know, he never became a caricature of himself. You know, so many guys. Right, uh, in fact, that's something that Ron Carter talked about. He said, you know, right after West died. He was in the studio with George, and Creed Taylor brought in George, George Benson, yeah. and Creed Taylor brought in an octave, an octave, an octaver. and he He's like an octave device. He's like, hey, George, plug this in, which is, and, and Ron was like, there they go, you know. Just, yeah, but yeah. He turn, try, West in know, a box. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, and 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 uh, 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 because you know Creed signed George to A and M to replace West, so his, the first thought Creed's first instinct was rather than just let's see what kind of magic George Benson has. Clearly, he was going to have plenty. But his first thing was let's find somebody who can play like West. Now just put him in a box and hit the button and make octaves out of it. You know, uh, um, that's you know, and and so playing with octaves kind of became a cliched caricature for guitar players. You know, it got more and more homogenized um, over time. And the fun and so I just want to point out that if, what this is evidence clearly that if Wes was still playing. He would still be finding new cool stuff to do with octaves. What else could do with him? Like he, you know, it, it 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 was it was not a thing. It was just a thing. If that makes any sense, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it does. I, and I think like if you, there's always a little bit of a tension between like, okay, I know how to do this cool thing. The crowd always loves it. I'm going to throw that in, and you know, the mind wanders, and you're. Doing these things your fingers know how to do, mm-hmm. he never feels like he's. Yeah, doing I'm, that. Like,
1: I'm like, please point out which thing that was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Give me any 10 minute West solo. and Please point out the thing he did that was that was the one thing he thought the crowd was gonna because everything was great, and he didn't stick. You know, yeah. A, nothing, nothing had that sort of non musical uh, filler space value. Everything he, was.
0: He feels so. Present and attentive, and in the moment. Yeah, he,
1: you know, he romanced every note and every beat and every phrase, and and uh, um, you know, Orrin Keepnews says that you know there was some things, you know, there's some things that, that they didn't release, uh, uh, including that that thing I, I referenced earlier, that recording of the way you look tonight, because West was such a perfectionist, he just didn't li- he didn't he didn't like what they recorded, so you know eventually came out, uh, um, and I think it's deeper than that, you know, I, I don't think. It's about. Um, I think that's a hard, that's, that's a that's a difficult way to quantify. You know, what's is playing for, for for all intents and purposes, none of our music is quantifiable that way. It's what's 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 good, and, and what's 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 good enough for us to want to share as musicians and artists is when we hear when we hear something that represents us getting to that place. Where like, the, the space is creative and and the, and, the, and 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 it feels it feels inspired. You know, you get goosebumps listening to it when you played it. You know, you're like yeah, that was. That's the thing I want people. Yeah, I want that. You know, it's not about how flashy it was or how impressive it was. It's 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 about uh, um, the the emotional chord that it strikes when you hear it. You know, and and, and like you said, it just sounds like Wes was dialed into that hundred percent of the time. And that's that's just that's the highest of bars.
0: So true. Mark Whitfield, my guest on Deep Focus. We are
1: all in. Deep Focus, that's it for Wes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's it. This is his show, man. And uh, I wanted to ask you, we were talking about uh, following you at Mark Whitfield, the, the guitarist. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And uh, any shows coming up, people are going to have a chance to hear you play.
1: Absolutely. Uh, please come out this Thursday night. Uh, you know, I do a, a, a residency, a once-a-month residency at a place called The Django in, in, the, in the basement of the Roxy Hotel in Tribeca. I'll be there from 10.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. this Thursday night. And I am, you know, every once in a while, I do what I call a Young Musician Showcase, right? And so there are all these, you know, thanks... Uh, um, Thanks, you know, thanks to being uh, a jazz dad, right? And, 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 and Taking, uh, uh, I know so many brilliant young musicians. Thanks to being around my kids, kids, and uh, one, one of my favorite young bass players is, is a young man named Russell Hall. So Russell uh, uh, got a record out that he calls Black Caesar, and a lot of us played on it. And, and so we did a, a thing for him the Winter Jazz Fest where we did we played his music myself and Stacy Dillard and Timothy Angulo. And Stacy can't be with us, the saxophone player. But Gifton Jelen is someone who I had. I had Gifton. Uh, he was in the in the, in the the Betty, Betty Carter Jazz Ahead class that I was teaching with, with uh, Jason Moran a few years ago, and now Gifton is just all over the place. So we'll have Gifton Jelen on trumpet, and Timothy Angulo on drums, and Russell Hall on bass, and myself on guitar. It's going to be a pretty wild show uh, Thursday night at the Django. So come out um, and be present and have some fun with us.
0: Yes, yes. I'm... So grateful to you coming up tonight and bringing the ears and the love and the thank you for inviting me. Gusto, I you sticking yeah, sticking with me until we finally got it. Till we finally got <laughs> it we in, did. right? We were right, talking right, about right. this That's for right. a while. Yeah. All right, let's go. We got some more. We got okay. more. More okay. West. Hey, Back right. to the half note, February nineteenth, nineteen sixty-five. Winton Kelly. Uh, I wish. Winton and uh, Larry Ridley on bass and Jimmy Cobb were maybe a little higher in the mix, but I'm glad yeah. we
1: got plenty of Wes in there. Yeah, you know, something else that, I, I, you know, I'm always coming up with these little anecdotes, but uh, um, there's this notion that, that uh, uh, jazz was something that's always played soft, and, and that the older cats played soft, and it was, you know, and, and uh, um, uh, you know, West played very loud. Oh really? Oh yeah, he played loud. Wow. And and uh, and uh, and I remember. Uh, and I'm not going to say it's like loud, loud for the. Uh, I don't. I don't know that, that when I say loud that, that people. But it certainly wasn't like quiet. You know, uh, a cafe. You know, cafe. You know, a corner street, the coffee shop. West played. He played, he played uh, uh, with force and volume. You know, and and uh, um, I got to taste. You know, my perspective on on volume and and. and in jazz is different because as a as a youngster you know back in 87 I joined Jack band, and those organ players would come into a small club and have that sucker on Fire, right? So, yeah, yeah. And so uh, um,
0: we're talking big time, Hammond but beat three. At the same
2: order.
1: time, thanks to Donald Harrison and the, and the late great Walter Davis, piano player, I got to play with Art Blakey somewhere mm-hmm. as, as, a, as a youngster, and our played just as strong and just as loud. There was no uh, uh, tiptoeing around. Let's, you know, let's hear you know, hear a pin drop. You can hear a pin drop through all this. You got bionic ears. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's about and it was and it's not about it's not about a volume for volume's sake. It was about strength and stature on your instrument. You know, having having a certain amount of uh, weight on your sound and presence, and it's not about. Uh, um, it wasn't about preserving the integrity of the acoustics. It was about filling up the room with sound and letting and everybody can feel the pulse. You know, uh, um, and I'm not saying I'm am I'm, I'm an advocate for any, for any one style of playing in that way. It's just interesting when you talk about well, you wish you could have heard them more. Well, yeah, I bet you, I bet you do. But Wes, Wes had that sucker lit up, you know, and 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 uh, um, and that's important because everyone when I used to play at Bradley sometimes George Benson would come sit in and he'd play and he'd turn that guitar up and crank it up and nobody said a thing about it nobody complained it wasn't just because it was Georgie's famous because it was great Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right it wasn't loud, and loud it was loud and ridiculously killing and that's what we're going for
0: well the sound if you listen just to the tone the way West plays it's not a muted no kind of you know uh, trinkle tinkle kind of sound you can hear the resonance oh yeah of those strings, and you guys pulling
1: the sound out of the instrument, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. He's man out of it for sure. All
0: right, you're gonna hear it right now. Yep. It's uh, so we are at the half note downtown. These are for my money, this is a musicians playing for themselves and the people who are fortunate enough to be in the audience
1: right, playing for fun, playing for all the right reasons,
0: all the right reasons. That's what we do. Deep focus on Mitch Goldman. So happy to have Mark Whitfield here with me. Hey, 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 yeah, back to the half note WKCR.
3: What we possibly kind of The will play a theme. Hold on, let's get this right. Is that? Oh, we did have it. We'll kind of... okay. the play theme. A theme. Ah, little blues. <huh?
2: laughs>
3: Thank <laughs> you. And the beautiful sounds of jazz here on Fortress and Jazz live from the Half Note, presenting Wynton Kelly with the Trio and the fabulous Wes drummer. And everyone here is enjoying themselves. We'd love for many of our listeners to come by here on a Friday night, and of course join us here at WABC FM. I'll be back tomorrow afternoon with our Jazz Matinee show from three until six. Part of the cost of this stereo remote broadcast is paid by the Half Note Club. Remote engineering by Sid Simon. Dick Sis and Ron Sisk. This is Alan Grant until tomorrow at 3. Stay beautiful.
1: my my god God. jesus
0: (laughs) are you are you listeners at home i hope you're not driving and have your head
1: (laughs) rolling around on the (laughs) floor i would have have hit somebody (laughs) (laughs) holy cow
0: that's crazy so i mean go out and get smoking at the half note get you know what happened uh you know in the last couple of years the um uh, live recordings in Paris from right around this time was released and another one in, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was in Netherlands or uh, Denmark, uh, another European live performance. They're brilliant.
1: Mm-hmm. But they
0: don't sound like this.
1: Not like this, no. But, the, you know, even the ones that have Johnny Griffin on them, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of it, too, is it's not this rhythm section. Right. Yeah, you know, it's a great rhythm section. It's, Jim, it's Jimmy Lovelace and, 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 and yeah. uh, um, uh, Harold Mayburn are yes, killing yes, but, you yes. know, but, yeah, it's not... Uh, Arthur Harper on base. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. But yes. it ain't Wynn Kelly and Cobb <laughs> and Ron Carter or Arthur, you know, yeah, Larry Ridley or even Paul Chambers. You know, it's, what I'm yeah.
0: so you know it's, it's New York City yeah. nightlife, 1965. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on. cream of the crop. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, so go get been... any of
1: that West Montgomery from that. Oh God, that was so killing though.
0: Jesus. Well, we're. Coming to the end of three glorious hours of it, and um, Mark, Mark woodfield has been my guest for all of it. I'm so grateful to you
1: for coming through. I can't, I can't thank you enough, one, for inviting me, and two, for being patient enough to look we finally got it together. Uh, the other thing is, I really was coming up here going, what else am I going to say about Westman? I've been talking <laughs> about West for 30, like, I'm just, you know, I literally have had my mind blown. Yeah, e- even even without the Wes in the hotel room thing, like even without that, just you know the the, the uh, um, our eye open, you know, sort of eye opening conversations and passing information back and forth about Wes. Hearing these, uh, hearing him go for complete broke, just going for broke on these, unreal, like this is, I, am I'm, I'm on the cloud nine and on fire. All I can say is this Thursday night, people are gonna get a full yes. compliment of a fully loaded. Yeah, the Django, I'm coming at him, baby. The Django's <laughs> right around the corner from
0: where the half note was. Yeah, that
1: yeah, not far exactly, just on the block, right? There yeah. might
0: be some little dudes well, coming well, up yeah, out of the street. You, they're gonna get something this week, man. I'm, whew, <laughs> Jesus, all right. Well, if you missed any of it. You got another chance to get it in about a week's time. Well, what you want to do is subscribe now uh-huh. to the, the podcast, Deep Focus right? Podcast. Oh, I, we got an Instagram account too. It's de- it's at deep underscore focus underscore podcast. So it's deep focus podcast, uh-huh. deep underscore focus underscore podcast.
1: Oh, okay. And
0: I always put up a uh, little teasers when the show's coming up, photos of the artists, little stories about it and stuff. And, um, but you want to subscribe on uh, your favorite podcasting app or at the hosting site, which is mitchgoldman.podbean.com. And the good news
1: is, people, if you just put in deep underscore, then focus, the rest wow. of it comes up. Because cool, I, cool. I definitely was like, uh, <laughs> deep underscore focus. Deep underscore focus underscore podcast. But you write deep underscore, it comes up. It's Cool, Beautiful, cool, cool. I'm following now. Woo. Yeah, so this is all going to
0: come up. You can listen to it, share it, trade with your friends. Yes, indeed. All, all that good stuff. Amen. There's supposed to be somebody else coming on the air, but um, I'm sure they're coming I, I think we're going to just uh, clobber the folks with a little bonus Wes Montgomery. Music. Let them swing out with Wes.
1: <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Please keep listening to Mitch. What you're doing here is a great thing, man. I love you, and I'm so glad to see you, and I will continue listening and supporting. And sending we got to
0: think about who we're going to do on the next one. We'll oh, do for do sure. Again. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I got some ideas.
0: Yes, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. All right, back to the half note. Here Beautiful. we go. All right. Alan guys. Grant, tell us what we got coming up. It's WKCR FM New York, WKCR HD, WKCR.org, 89.9 FM, and uh, hand it back over to Mr. Grant.
3: West Montgomery, is featured with the Winston Kelly trio, with Winton Kelly at the piano, Jimmy Cobb, on drums and Larry Ridley is sitting in for, for Paul Chambers on bass. Just want to remind you, this group will be here for another week. And I would suggest you come by and visit. After that, we'll have uh, the pleasure of presenting here at the half note. Clark Terry and Bob Rickmeyer with the quintet. also want to remind you all to stay tuned. Of course, uh, <laughs> I say stay tuned. But what I'm talking about is be with us tomorrow afternoon for our jazz matinee show from three until six. And then the sounds of the big bands, which is also jazz orientated, from 10 until midnight here at WABC-FL. Yeah, the beautiful sounds of jazz, live and stereo. Another thing, um, which I wanted to make mention of, we'll have an artist with us, one of our great jazz artists, Lucky Thompson, who will be with us as our guest. We'll interview him and talk about a good number of things and play some of the new releases that he has Out currently, Lucky Thompson with us tomorrow afternoon. So actually until three, (laughs) stay beautiful.